0: And welcome back to Sacred Space from West Lemmick 102. I'm Shane Ambrose, and in this week's programme, I'm joined by John Keely and Anne. And on the phone, we're joined by Father Noel Kerwin. Father Noel, uh, one of the reasons we asked you to join us on the programme this week is that there's rather an interesting event happening in Rome this week. On the 8th of December, uh, Pope Francis is going to open what is called the Holy Door in St. Peter's Basilica in Rome, and it marks the start of what has been called... The Extraordinary Jubilee of Mercy, which he announced earlier in 2015. So I suppose the question we kind of ask you this morning is, can you kind of help us figure out what exactly is the Extraordinary Jubilee of Mercy?
1: The Extraordinary Jubilee of Mercy, I suppose it's... um, There's a number of of things that are connected with it. Uh, One is at this time as well, uh, and uh, on that date... Uh, there's also uh, the celebration of uh, 50 years of the end of the, the Vatican Council, the Second Vatican Council. So it, it's very much tied in with that, that, that this council uh, <coughs> has an energy to keep it going, and that energy is mercy. Mm. Uh, it's bringing us back to the, the the core of our faith, to the core of what the Trinity is about, uh, to the core of who we are as Christian people. So to awaken again this, this sense of mercy in the, in the lives of, of believers, uh, so that, that, that uh, vision of the, of the council, uh, of being in dialogue with the world, being in dialogue with each other, uh, reaching out to mankind with Christ's love uh, in very real and practical ways.
0: But I suppose the term mercy, I suppose, for many is, is kind of a loaded word in many respects, and you know, but but, but theologically, and, and the way we understand it in a religious context is, is quite deep. I suppose could you could you kind of help us maybe unpack it a little? You know, what
1: what exactly does it mean? Mercy is really is is love in action. It's mm. it's, it's it's love lived out into people's lives. I, I, I give you an example. The, um, over uh, a number of weeks now, uh, in our pastoral area, our pastoral councils have been coming together. Uh, working with a program called Rediscovering Mercy, which is a a Trocra program, uh, which they developed about three, four years ago. And we sort of rediscovered it ourselves and decided to try it out. But on uh, the second night of that program, uh, we were looking at mercy in the context of community. And instead of what you, what you can do as part of that program is sort of look at all the the institutions, if you like, that, that, that work out the mercy of the church. But instead of that, we decided to look at the community <coughs> and to look at our own lives. So here's an example that, that that a young mother gave. She was coming out of hospital, uh, having delivered her first child. Uh, she was worn out, tired, weary. Uh, she was going home, uh, not prepared for all that was ahead. Um, her husband's expectation was that she would come in and make the dinner and, and get on with everything. Uh, but when she arrived at the door, her, a neighbour had left uh, a dinner for the family on the doorstep. Now, that's mercy in action. That, that That's love in action. And the beautiful thing about it was that it caused her, when the occasion come, when she knew someone in the same situation, that she carried on that little tradition. And that's what it's become for her now. One of the ways she lives this mercy... Uh, is is giving a gift like she received.
0: And it's, I suppose, that, that, that is the thing I suppose, it's just, it is just it is a gift that we receive in so many respects. Um, the whole, uh, the, one of the things... Pope Francis wrote a letter t- setting out the start of the, the Jubilee year, and I, I reread it during the week. And, you know, in some ways it's, it's, it's trying to get your head around, I suppose, what we're trying to talk about can be difficult. Um, and, and, you know, unless you can concretize it for people, that they can see what, what, you're, what you're talking about. But I suppose it's that whole idea that, you know, he said the mercy of God is the beating heart of the gospel. You know, it's, as you said yourself, it's love in action. If, 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 you're, if, you're, not imp- if you're not doing something concrete, you're not really, I suppose, living out the gospel.
1: Absolutely. This is not just a sort of an ideal place before us. This is actually the real living day-to-day flesh and blood of the gospel. Absolutely. Yeah. And in terms
0: of, I suppose one of the questions I suppose people might have in some respects is, you know, and it came up, it's come up a lot, I suppose, with, with Pope Francis, because mercy has been kind of one of the big themes of his pontificate, and it's even his, his, his papal coat of arms and stuff. But I suppose one of the questions people would say is, you know, does mercy mean literally kind of it's a free-for-all, it doesn't matter what you do? You know, God is, God's love is so great, it doesn't really matter.
1: No, mercy has mercy has to be tied in with, 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 with truth and understanding, um, and it, it, it's got to be something that's desired from one's heart. Mm. Uh, it can't. It's not just an, as you say. It's 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 not an excuse for a, for a free for all. Uh, one's heart has to be open to, to to the mercy of Christ that's being offered.
0: Mm. It's yeah, and it's it, it and it's, it's it's I suppose, and that's kind of what ties it in. I suppose with Advent in some respects, and even with the Gospel, which we're going to talk about in the third part of the program, is our hearts have to be receptive to it. You know, it's not simply just a case of it just happens and it's out there. Um, I, if you go through the Psalms, there's, there's some beautiful Psalms which talk about the mercy of God, and even if we look outside our own tradition, if we look to to Judaism and and well, obviously they when we look to Judaism, we talk about the Psalms, but even if we look to Islam, one of the One of the names that uh, Muslims give to God is Allah the Merciful, or the All-Merciful, or Allah the All-Compassionate. And it's just that whole concept that we have that, you know, while in Christianity we say God is love, out of that love comes mercy, if you like. It's God's love in action. You know, it proposes,
1: you know, he's he's the God of mercy and compassion, mm, you know? mm. Yeah um and and it, 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 you see this is a, and again you you know sometimes people talk about you know reconciliation like you know and mm. you know there there's been talk about uh, what, what the pope is going to do around sort of reconciliation and this sort of expectation that there will be sort of a blanket um a, a, a sort of a blanket forgiveness for every, for everything for, for everyone and that's not what he's talking about at all. He's, he's talking about a change of heart. He's talking about someone who recognises in their lives that what they did was was wrong, that they recognise that this has damaged them and maybe damaged others. Uh, and in that sense of, I suppose, in the sense of the prodigal son, you know, having having recognised all of that, then they come with, with a genuine uh, longing. Uh, to be at peace with themselves to be at peace with god to be at peace with those that they have hurt and wounded uh, so it so it's, it's 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 got to be real in that sense and truthful in that sense mm. i suppose no can i if i if i could ask you kind of a semi you know
0: personal question as a priest you know, um, in terms of one of the things that Pope Francis has talked about for the coming year is to renew and encourage people's participation in the sacrament of mm-hmm. penance. And I suppose there is there is um, there is a perception out there that, particularly in Ireland, people just don't go to confession anymore. Mm-hmm.
1: And would you say that's your own experience? <laughs> Certainly, it, it has become uh, more of a, a, an event, if you like. Now, here in St. John's, because we're, we're sort of center city and that like on Saturday morning, uh, we hear confessions and there are people coming and, uh, you know, the, the, again, the, and almost in the, the spirit of what I said before, uh, people are coming with very genuine questions in their lives. They're coming with struggling with, with, with difficulties in that. And there's a very sort of mature... Uh, there's something, there's something beautiful happening from the point of view of the idea of coming in with your list and throwing down your list and getting your penance and going. People are more, you know, in the struggle of their lives, looking for help, looking for uh, direction, looking for a way forward. Uh, for me, like one of, the, I, I'm just personally as a priest, I, I, I'm just so pleased that this year of mercy comes because, in some ways, I think this is the forgotten sacrament. And yet, it is—you know—it is really the sacrament of joy. It's the sac- sacrifice of reunion. It's the—it's it's, the—the it's the, the sacrament of, you know, God's love being poured out. of, You know, as as all the sacraments are, but but this one in particular, uh, if when we take it seriously, when we look into our hearts, when we see what we need to do to change ourselves and desire to do that, then this becomes a great blessing in our lives.
0: I love that expression you use. Actually, the sacrament of reunion. You know, it's 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 such a powerful actual idea or, or way of getting it across in so many respects. Because I suppose one of the things, I suppose one of the challenges that we have in Ireland in particular is kind of the more moralistic approach or understanding that was seen there with the sacrament of confession. And mm-hmm. if you like, the bad image that people had in their head of it. And, but at the same time, I, I, I found it interesting a couple of weeks ago, there was a discussion in the national papers about the way, the number of people who are now going out and getting going to see therapists and talking out their troubles in so many respects, and at the same time, you know, the amount of people that are not going to receive, as you said, this sacrament of reunion, the sacrament that brings us back to in communion, in, co- in, 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 in connection with the greatest center of our beings in so many respects.
1: The sacrament, that's a healing for our life. Mm. You know, when entered into fully as an adult, you know, in a, in a contemplated way, in a, you know, in, a, in, 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 the, in that desire. If, you know, you see, if, if we have been touched spiritually by the sin that, that we have committed, we, we know something of the pain. We know, we know something of the disconnection. And and our desire is to to put that to rights, you know. Mm -hmm. The Pope Francis has
0: kind of talked about eight, I suppose you could say, or or nine activities for for the year, for the Jubilee of Mercy, to kind of, what, what he says is kind of to reawaken you know, in the Church, her understanding of mercy in some respects. And there's different ones. But I suppose for you, in St. John's, there'll be one in particular, because you are the Cathedral Church of the Diocese, we and I'm assuming, <laughs> as it will be in St. John's, that the Diocesan Holy Door is going to be opened. Yes, and our Holy Door will be opened the same day. On the okay. Uh, on, uh, the, on the 8th. On the 8th, yeah. Oh, very good. Uh, can you kind of, I, it, 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 it can be a strange one. Um, mm. I, 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 you know, unless, I, I, I suppose for some people, unless you've been to Rome and you've actually seen the Holy Doors and the Patriarchal Basilicas, I, so I don't know, what is the
1: idea of a Holy Door? Okay, the, the, the idea is that, that, that this, this cathedral or this place that has been designated as a Holy Door be, becomes a, a place of pilgrimage. And that in, in passing through the holy door on the arrival at your, your pilgrimage, you are, you, you are opening your heart to all the blessings that this, that, that this holy year uh, promises us. Mm-hmm. So, like uh, one of the lovely things, uh, Pope Francis says in, the, in, in that in that opening letter, uh, talking about the Holy Door and uh, desiring that. And, and I love the way John start, sort of started the program, reaching out to in that in that prayer that was there, that and uh, said, um, reaching out to those who who won't be able to make the pilgrimage. Mm-hmm. And in a way, those who who won't be able to make the pilgrimage maybe make the point uh, that he he invites them. Uh, in their own place. You know, he invites the sick to enter into the mercy of Christ by sharing their sufferings with his, so that, uh, so, so, so that their, their lives, too, are, are, are open to the, to the mercy, the love uh, that is available to them uh, in uniting their sufferings with Christ. And he said something very beautiful. He was talking about prisoners, Mm -hmm. And he was talking about how he would love to encourage the the prisoners to think that each time they walk through uh, the door of their cell, that that could be for them the holy door. That when they enter into that place of of quiet, when they're into that place that causes them to go into the silence of their hearts, when they face themselves with the lives they've lived, and hear the the, the words of, of Christ from the Gospels in their hearts, that they would allow their hearts to be to be opened to this mercy, and and that it would heal them of what has brought them to that place. I I think that's just a, a most amazing, beautiful image. But again, you see, the, the thing of pilgrimage is, is is that we we are taking on a journey that is to affect our lives. You know, so so as part of that journey, there must be the listening to the word. As part of that journey, there must be uh, making the prayer. As part of that journey, there must be a, a trawling of our heart to see what's happening there, uh, and the desire to become the merciful, like the like the Trinity. You know.
0: Yeah, it's it's uh, you, you you mentioned it there is of course that finding that space or so that silence, kind of to meditate on the Word, and it's it's one of the things that the Pope encourages us, is to pick up Scripture. And of course, here in the Diocese in Limerick, of course, um, Bishop Brendan is encouraging it as well with the publication of Who Leads the Church, which is working with the extracts from the Acts of the Apostles, which is, of course, as part of our preparations for Synod. But also, you know, Synod isn't just going to be in April, it's going to be going onwards from that. And as Bishop Brendan has made the point, you know, we can't progress as a church if we haven't sat and listened and meditated on the Word. Uh And of course, it's the same with this Jubilee of Mercy. If we haven't sat and, you know, listened to what God wants to say to us, then we don't know what it is that he's calling us back
1: to. We missed the point. Exactly. We missed the point. Now, it, was an, it was an
0: unusual one. I, I wasn't expecting it when I came across it, but it was Pope Francis's,
1: um,
0: if you like, he's re-energizing of an old expression that's there, and we haven't heard from him in a while, which was the corporal and spiritual works of mercy. Yes. I, I have to say... Um, I wouldn't necessarily think I would have come across them myself uh, in school. <clears throat> I, I came across them uh, outside uh, looking up something else. But uh, for many people under a certain age bracket, they wouldn't be familiar with what the corporal and spiritual works of mercy are. And I suppose it was just kind of to remind people what, what, what would be involved.
1: And uh, the thing is that they probably do know them, but don't realise that the corporal works of mercy. Mm, mm-hmm. So, like the, the corporal works of mercy are to feed the hungry, <laughs> uh, to give a drink to the thirsty. To clothe the naked, to shelter the homeless, visit the sick, visit the imprisoned, bury the dead—you know—and all the practical ways in which in which these corporal uh, works of, uh, of mercy can be worked out in our lives. And, and and these words are are put together to to be almost a gospel for our lives and a way and a way of living, you know. It's, 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 it's,
0: yeah, and it, as you said, it's, 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 it's mercy, it's mercy in action. Mm-hmm. Um... I suppose there, there, are, there are a number of other things, I suppose, that, were, that are being encouraged for the Year of Mercy, but they relate more to, to Lent, which we, we might leave for the moment, and we can come back to later in the year, because, of course, Lent is the, is the, is the season very much associated with Mercy, but so is Advent, because, of course, we're starting this in the, in the Advent season, and Advent is, 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 while it's not technically a penitential season, it is a season of preparation, it is a season of awakening, and it's that whole idea, I suppose, that, you know, the Year of Mercy calls us to to, to to be awakened to God's love for us, you know, to, to to look and see what what does it all really mean, um, you know, and the idea that what does it mean for us in our daily lives, uh, as you said, you know, it and and the the openness to, to God's love that we should have, um, but I suppose for many people it can be difficult, you know, um, we we live we live in a world we live in a country where it's it's there's, Many a hardened heart, I suppose, in some respects, you know for whatever reason, due to uh, a bad experience in life or disillusionment with the church as an institution or something like that you know if if we were looking this kind of as an opportunity to kind of re engage with people and to to pray for people what would what kind of would you would you be saying, Particularly, i suppose no Looking at our listeners this morning, our, you know, in terms of you know, our many of our listeners are elderly; they're confined to home and and and, and nursing homes in some respects. In terms of what would you say to them for, for this year of mercy as their
1: part in it? Uh, you know, the, the, like the the, the St. Teresa was 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 so big on 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 the importance and the power and the blessing of the prayer of the sick. You know, and 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 those confined to home and and like it's. It's a it's a way of like one of the lovely things on the, EW, the EWTN when, when uh, people are coming to receive the Eucharist and they make that spiritual uh, communion uh, help the people to make that spiritual communion. That uh, the, the thing about about the mercy is and practicing it and prayer praying for people is that we ourselves in the very act receive the gift of mercy. We receive the gift of love. We 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 are immersed in that way of life. And there's a sense in which we, we, we're we're doing what God um, what God asks us to do. We, we, we're doing it out of love. We're doing it out of concern. Uh, we, we're doing it because we're worried uh, for, for for a for a neighbor, for a friend who's going through difficulties. All of that is the act of mercy, and which is both blessing for us and for them that that that, uh, that we do that. You know, so you know, to 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 know a neighbor is in trouble and. The only way that you feel you can help them is to enter into prayer for them, asking God's help for them, asking that uh, neighbors who can will will find the grace to recognize what's needed and what's wrong and 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 be able to make the the, the practical decisions uh, to to see that that neighbor receives the help that they need in that time so it, it, it like it it is it is a most powerful grace uh, that the prayer of, of those who are sick and those who are housebound.
0: Thank you very much, Father Noel, for that, for that beautiful reflection, actually. And I think we, 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 we'll, we'll finish up on that, I think, um, for, for now. We will have you on again at some stage during the year, maybe to reflect on, on Mercy again. Um, but to finish this part of the program, what we're going to go out on now is a piece of music. And it is actually the official uh, hymn uh, for the Year of Mercy. Uh, now, this version is in Italian and Latin. Unfortunately, there isn't an English um, recording of it at the moment. But we'll go out listening to that and just you know encouraging people to participate in the year that is to come. Um, you know, Advent is a good season to start in many respects. And throughout Advent, in many parishes across the diocese, there will be services of reconciliation for Advent in preparation for Advent and Christmas. And it will be a good way, as we said, you know, Advent is the new year. It's the start of the new liturgical year. Maybe we might take up... A new, a new resolution for the church's year, and start off with a good preparation, and maybe consider to encounter God's mercy in the sacrament of confession. And so we go out with this lovely piece of music.